She's Awakened is a podcast hosted by Awakened Souls Ministry. We all come to know God because He has touched our hearts in some way, therefore awakening us. Let's chat and open ourselves up to becoming vessels on topics His Spirit leads us to. Welcome back to She's Awakened, and thank you so much for joining us. I'm your host, Teresa. I am totally excited because I'm bringing back Delilah Trevino, our Awakened Souls Ministry founder, as my co-host for today. Well, in this episode, we have a special guest who we thought you might want to get to know and that we are sure you will be hearing more from in the future. So Delilah, you've known our guest for some time now, and you were led to arrange this guest spot. So will you do the honor of introducing her to our listeners? It's definitely my pleasure to do so. Her name is Griselda Sapone. I probably have known her now for about maybe, maybe going on five years. And she's someone very, very dear to me. Uh, whom I highly, highly respect. I know that she knows the Lord and she's, I've learned so much from her. She's taught me so much, but it is a great pleasure of mine to have her with us today. So thank you, Griselda, for joining us. No, thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure. So let me tell you a little bit about Griselda. One of the things that I know is that she was born in San Cristobal, and Griselda, correct me if I'm wrong, if I pronounce this incorrectly, Totonicapan? Yes, that's correct. Yes. Great. And I know that she moved here at the age of three with her parents when they migrated to Houston, Texas, with the mission to give their children a better life, just as many migrate to the U.S. One of the things in my very early years of knowing Jesus I learned that the Bible tells us in Jeremiah 3.15, and I will give you shepherds after my own heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. So I became very watchful. I became very observant. And I prayed to God about who that person was going to be because I truly, truly wanted to follow God in the way that he instructs us to. But in order for that to happen, I truly needed to see who was walking Christ-like and not just walking, but acting. And so I want to share with you how Griselda has been an example of God's shepherd to me. Griselda and I were introduced through my brother-in-law, and occasionally we would see each other at church or at each other's homes. After about knowing her for a year, It was she that invited me to my very first spiritual conference. And that conference was um, Craft Low Dollar that was presenting. And I remember being so impacted by that conference because it was the first time, not only was it my first spiritual conference, but it was the first time that I actually got to see so many people from different walks of life coming together, not just to praise, but to pray and pray in such a powerful way, in a way that I had never seen before. Soon after, we started meeting each other maybe once a week for Bible readings and teachings and praying for each other. We've attended several women's retreats together, but in one of them in particular, 
she was a speaker. And it was in that very conference that I witnessed for myself her anointing to share God's word. She didn't just talk Christ-like, but she walked it. And so here we are in 2019. It was when I was prompted to invite her to lead one of our monthly fellowships for Awakened Souls Ministry. And as many say after that, the rest is history because she's come back and she's kept coming back. Another thing was that the Bible instructs us in Proverbs 27, 17, that iron sharpens iron. And one of our very first missions that God gives us is it's supposed to start at home with our husbands and our children. And I've been so tremendously blessed to witness that she truly possesses the characteristics and her actions demonstrate the true meaning of a godly devoted wife and a prayerful mother to her, not just her husband, but her three kids, three boys, in fact. But one of the things that I want to share with y'all is her authenticity and her humility and how she's so quick to position herself to pray for others. Also, she's one of my profound, phenomenal counselors. She's never misguided me. She's taught me to create boundaries so that I don't stray away from my walk with God. But she's also taught me to guard my heart. She's never held back to tell me when I was wrong or when I needed to change or shift uh, my ways. She's a tremendous listener and my greatest confidant. I have been beyond blessed to have her in my life and to truly call her a friend. But most importantly, she has been the pinnacle of my spiritual journey with the Lord. In fact, I'm super excited because she's actually going to be leading our very first monthly fellowship for 2021 this coming weekend, this coming Saturday, with the powerful message titled Our Great Shepherd, which she's going to be elaborating on here shortly. So welcome to She's Awakened, Griselda. Thank you. Wow. That was an amazing introduction. I'm like, who is she talking about now? <laughs> Thank We're you. That was very kind. We're really excited. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. And, you know, one of the things that I learned this week was we're supposed to be everyone's champion. And you've definitely been one of my champions, mm. you know, and I know that I've been one of yours. Yes. And just as much as Sister Teresa has been one of mine, too. And so it's so beautiful to see that, you know, you come from, you know, a family from Guatemala. Mm -hmm. And just like my parents did, they also migrated here to the US. Mm -hmm. And so I've seen their hard work. You've shared with me their hard work. And in fact, I believe your dad's about to retire here shortly. Yeah. Right. That's and they're looking, they're looking so forward to going back to their home country after, and that, not to disclose your age or mine, but maybe after almost close to 40 years. Right. Yes, that's correct. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's so amazing. And, you know, I, I know Teresa's background too, and her family history to some extent. And so it's so beautiful to see how we're all so different. Mm -hmm. But we're all after the 
after one one unique heart and that's god's heart yes and that's what that's what creates this strong ministry and this strong this strong bond between us mm-hmm. yeah so i want to jump into our very first question because i believe i've given our listeners a pretty good idea of who you are but is there something i didn't mention that maybe you would like for them to know about you like how did you come to know the lord well when we came when i i came here when i was 3 and when we arrived here, we were connected to a church, a local church. It was a Hispanic local church. And uh, we got connected. It was a Pentecostal church. And I remember uh, giving my life at a children's camp. We would have camp once, once a year in the summer. But that particular year, I was probably maybe six um, when I gave my life to the Lord. And then at the age of 15, I remember getting baptized in water. That's awesome. That's awesome. And that was a pretty, you were still fairly young because it takes, you know, quite a bit of us to come to the realization of getting baptized at a much older age. But that's, that's so great that you did that at a, that God tugged on your heart at a very young age. Yes. So tell us about your relationship with God. And when did he awaken you? Well, my relationship with God has definitely evolved into a personal relationship with him. At the beginning, I saw God as someone who was up in heaven and just ready to punish me for any wrongdoing. Uh, It was more of doing, it was about doing the right things to gain his his approval and love. But it wasn't until later in my walk with him that I found the truth. And I found out that he loved me with all my imperfection and that from the beginning of time, he had chose me and he was going to be with me. He was never going to leave me or forsake me. And that's when he became my heavenly father. I didn't see him as someone just up in heaven, you know, ready to whip me. Um, I saw him as a father and that made the difference in my life. And that's when he awakened my soul. And that's when the transformation started in my heart. Mm, That's so powerful. Thank you for sharing that because that is a misconception that so many of us, especially when we come from different from different or were raised in a different religion. Mm. For example, I know that I was raised Catholic and I remember feeling the same way that, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't this forgiving father, but more of a punishing father, Mm -hmm. right? That for every Mm -hmm. wrong that we did, he was keeping account of. Yes. Mm -hmm. So and, and, and like you, it wasn't until much later, you know, that I learned of how forgiving he is and how graceful and merciful our father, our heavenly father really is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Uh, at the beginning, it was more a fear-based relationship that I, ha- that I had. And I don't know how that came about, but that's how it was. It was more fearful. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, it's not later that I'm, I understood that love is actually a person. Love is Jesus Christ. And so the the enemy was using that lie in my mind for several years until the Lord showed me in his scriptures 
the truth about it. So that's why it's so important that we always go back to to the scriptures because the, the scriptures are its truth. The Bible says that the beginning was the word and the word was with, with him. And so that's Jesus Christ. And so, uh, you know, once I started growing in Christ and once I started learning about him through the scriptures and learning who he, who I was to him, you know, I was his daughter and he loved me. And that is, that was why God sent Jesus to redeem me from, from the pit of hell, to redeem everything the enemy had stolen from me uh, and to receive Jesus Christ as my savior. Mm, That's so good. That's so good. And, um, and that's so good that you put it out that way, because I'm sure just as you and I in our beginning years of walking with Christ that, you know, I'm, I'm learning now that you had the same feelings I did to some extent, mm-hmm. right? And so many obviously do. Yeah. And that um, it's not until much later when we dive into the word that the truth becomes alive and we learn from it. Yes. So true. thank you for putting that, uh, for sharing that with us. Now, just last summer, and this is what prompted me to invite you to leading our first monthly fellowship for 2021. But last summer, you and I did, uh, and it was a group of three ladies. Mm-hmm. It was me, myself, and, and Nina, another dear friend of ours. For the first time, you led a seven-lesson Bible study. Mm-hmm. And it was titled, Walking with God in the Desert, written by Ray Vanderland. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I believe you and I probably share the same sentiment about the lessons we learned about our great shepherd, mm-hmm. but can you describe it in your own words to our audience? Well, you know, everyone here on earth will have trials and tribulation. Um, no one can get away from that. That's just part of living here on earth. Uh, But the promise is that not that those who have said yes to Jesus will be immune to them, but the promise is that he will be with us as we go through the difficult trials and tribulation. He will always provide just what we need, just enough through those difficult seasons of life. Our great shepherd, as we learned in that um, series, study series, will always take care of us. It's learning to trust and rest in him when everything's going good and pretty, but it's also learning to trust and to rest in him when things are not going well in our lives. When we're going through those dark seasons of our life is learning to trust in him. That's for sure. That is the toughest time to really, the our toughest time and the time where we're most challenged to Mm-hmm. Go to God and trust in him, right? For everything. Yes. To become dependent of him. Uh, would you share with us a personal life experience uh, where you saw yourself in a desert situation? Sure. Well, a couple of years ago, we found ourselves having issues with our home foundation. Our home warranty refused to help. They said because our foundation only had shifted a little. But that was not the case. Um, our home foundation has shifted quite a bit, a lot. The front living room had cracked all around the wall, all around the room. The front entrance tile had complete, had cracked too. And the brick outside our front uh, door had separated. It was obvious our front home was sinking in. We 
got some estimates and there were anywhere from $29,000 to $16,000 to repair their foundation. And we didn't have that finance to repair it. It was very heartbreaking to see our home sinking in. You know, the thought would cross my mind would be, oh my gosh, you know, this is, this is the home my kids are going to, are growing up. And, you know, we always want the best for our children, you know, and we don't want, um, we don't want, we want the best. We want to do the best for our family. And it was just heartbreaking to see our home being destroyed little by little. Mm -hmm. At first, you know, my heart would sink in despair seeing what was happening to our home. And I remember I would cry out to God, telling him how unfair the situation was. And for a while, my attitude of my heart was feeling sorry for myself and seeing really no way out because we didn't have the finance um, at that time. But one day, as I was in, in, in the living room, I really felt the Holy Spirit just rise up in my spirit, man, just reminding me of God's faithfulness. And that he would see us out of this. I didn't know how. I didn't, I didn't know when or how it was going to happen. But I just knew in my heart, God was going to help us. I remember getting up from the floor, standing up and declaring that God gave us the home. And that he was going to help, help us fix that foundation. I remember walking out in front of my house, declaring that God was going to make a way for our foundation to be fixed. I would walk inside my house, also declaring the same thing. And I would say, I didn't know, I, I would say, I didn't know how he was going to do it. I just know he was going to help us. And I did that for several months. And I started to thank him. I, I wasn't complaining. I was just thanking him for what he was going to do. I and so I remember doing this for several months until God provided a way. And he showed his faithfulness once again. That's so good. And um, I remember that you shared that testimony with me at one time. And we had a situation with our home a couple years back. And I remembered your testimony. And the thing that stuck with me was how you said that you started going around your home and walking throughout your home, laying your hands on every room, declaring yes. that it was going to be fixed. Yes. And being thankful already, already seeing that God, thanking God, because you already you were already seeing his provision, right, for your home. Yes. And so we did the same thing. David and I actually did the same thing on our home. And praise God. We, you know, it was, we saw his provision even in our own circumstance with our home. So, so this is the whole reason why I'd love to share our stories, our journeys, our testimonies. And it's meant for us to do this because what I am going through, the person right next to me may be going through the same exact thing or something similar. Yes. We're supposed to set up people with hope, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and believe that God is going to work in their lives just as much as he's worked in our lives. Mm -hmm. Yes. So that's so good. Thank you so much. I love, love, love that. Now, Teresa, I think you had 
a couple questions for Griselda? Yes, I did. Thank you. Griselda, when challenging time surface, what is it that you do or don't do to keep yourself from falling into the traps of not having the right attitude? Well, I know when I start getting overwhelmed or depressed or anxious, it's because I have removed my eyes and attention from Jesus. So I've learned to stop, ask for forgiveness, and ask the Lord to help me keep my focus back on him. And when I do that, he gives me his peace to continue. But I've learned that it's a choice I have to make. I can either choose to be depressed and keep my focus on the situation or trial that I'm going through, or I can focus back on Jesus. When I do that, he gives me his peace to continue. One thing that I want to interject here is that there's so much power in our choices. Mm -hmm. You know, you can either you can either have the power to be in joy or in the state of mind of joy Mm -hmm. and thankfulness and peace, or you can choose to be positioned where you feel prisoned by depression or feeling overwhelmed or worry or anxious Mm -hmm. about your circumstance. Mm -hmm. So there's so much power in our choices. How does knowing that God is our great shepherd change your perspective during hardships? Knowing that God is our great shepherd has made a big difference. We have God, our father, who is taking care of all our needs. And that spiritually, emotionally, physically, financially, relationship wise, it's like having a childlike faith. And for those who have kids know that our children look up to us to supply their need. They're not asking how it's going to supply is going to be supplied. They just know they're going to have food, they're going to have a shelter. So they don't worry about it, or they don't even lose sleep about it. They just know it's going to be supplied. And it's the same way with our Heavenly Father. That's how he wants us to, to rely on him and to trust that he, w- he will take care of us, our every needs, not just some, it's every need. Mm, that's good. Amen. Amen. So if you could speak a message of truth or leave a bit of advice for your family and future generations here today on this podcast, what would it be? Trust the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding and all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. The word of God says to trust him with your heart, not your head. The passion translation reads, become intimate with him in whatever you do, and he will lead you wherever you go. Many times we lose our peace and sleep trying to figure out things, and it's not our job. Our job is to trust and rest in God. I absolutely love Psalms 119.89 and how it reads in the passion translation. It reads, standing firm in the heavens, fastened to eternity, is the word of God. He is faithful. Amen. That's a a good word. Well, Griselda, we just want to thank you for being with us today. You've been a great guest. And 
We're looking forward to hearing your message live this Saturday, February the 27th. So we want to welcome everyone to join in on the virtual fellowship. Just visit the events tab on our website, awakensoulsministry.com for details. And if you won't be able to join us Saturday, the audio will be soon posted on our website and on the channel. So keep checking back. Also, I'd like to encourage you to follow Awakened Souls on Facebook to stay up to date on what's happening in the Awakened Souls community, or you can simply visit our website where you can subscribe for updates. Thank you for listening, and until next time, we love you and God bless you.